What a clap, baby boy. What's up, my COVID comrades? This is the fucking show. Thanks for being here. Your boy don't have it. I'm not sick, dude. I might be, but I don't think that I am. God damn it, the back of my head is wet. I got wet all over the fucking... What a rookie move to have a wet head. God damn it. I just took a shower. Because, uh... I pooped, and I didn't want to wipe, so I took a shower, and the fucking back of my head is wet, wet, wet. We're leaving it in. It's staying wet. I'm just going to stay wet. I'm not going to stop doing this podcast and my fucking head is dry. What's up? This is What's Wrong with Matt Boyd, episode number 19, uh, and I don't have COVID-19. Look at that. Uh, I don't think I have it. I'm pretty sure I don't have it. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm living a very different see, this is this is the problem, dude, is that we don't really know how other people are living in the midst of this global pandemic. Because I wanna believe that in the great state of Texas, and especially in the Hill Country, that we're living a very different life than other people out in the world. And I don't know if that's true because I just base that off the way everyone on Twitter is complaining about quarantine and being on lockdowns again. And, uh, now, you know, restaurants closing down where they are. And you see all of that and you go, oh man, the rest, you know, when you live in Texas, you're like, that's so crazy because I was just at a fully packed restaurant the other day doing comedy for uh, 75 people that looked at me weird for walking in with a mask. And you're like, the rest of the, oh, there's lockdowns other places? But I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe Texas is doing it differently. But then I realized that the only people that, I'm looking at on Twitter are people that live in like LA and New York and Chicago because I follow Chance the Rapper, you know? So I maybe it's just those cities that are shutting down again. Maybe the rest of America, which God forbid I say that there are more places in America than New York and LA and Chicago because that's where Chance the Rapper is. But... Maybe everywhere else in the country, they are opening up and there are still people around. I just don't know, you know? It's very weird and hard to figure out what's going on comparatively in the rest of the fucking country due to this COVID bullshit. Is that controversial that I think that COVID itself is bullshit? Can I say that? Am I going to get canceled for thinking that COVID is bullshit? I don't know. But it is. I think it's a big it's a big crock of shit. I also think that it's horse shit, you know? And I think that COVID itself is full of shit. I said it. And uh I I I can't really feel I can't really gauge what's going on in places that I'm not. But here's where that gets here's where that becomes kind of a bigger metaphor and a philosophical question for the way we live in 2020 is why do I fucking care? You know, like why would I possibly care if 
Texas is doing it the same way as a place thousands of miles away. Now, is California thousands of miles from Texas? I have no idea. It just sounded good when it came out of my mouth. You know? Is New York that? If you... there, I have no idea how long a mile is. I have no... 525,600 inches is as good of a guess as I got. I have no idea how long a mile is. Now, if you told me that that from Austin to New York City was 3,000 miles, I would believe you. And if you told me it was 500 miles, I believe you. And I swear to God, I, I, I couldn't tell you which one of those is more true. I'll look it up right now. If you also don't know, don't look it up until I look it up. We This is a fun little interactive in the moment game we can play with each other. How far is it from Austin, Texas to New York City, New York? I'm going to guess it's definitely between 500 and 3,000. And I'm going to guess it's... Let me basically split the difference and say it's 1,500 miles away. New York... What, do I, what should I look up? The M&M store in, uh, in Times Square? Uh, why do people, why, why does the M&M store get all the bad rap for New York, New York? That's just what it's called. The city of New York is called New York. That's so stupid. 1776, 1776, bro. The year of America. How does that make you feel? From, well, that's from San Marcos. From San Marcos, Texas to New York, New York is 1776 miles. That's America's road trip right there, bro. I'm going to make that trip one day. Go straight from San Marcos to New York, New York. Who knows where the fuck that's going to drop me off. If I just did directions to New York, New York, where's that going to drop me? Fucking the Statue of Liberty? Where's that going to drop me? The best bagel place in the world? One day and two hours is how long it would take me to get there. Uh, so there you go. So there you have it. San Marcos, Texas is roughly 1,700 miles, roughly 1,800 miles away from New York. So why, why would I fucking care if they were like doing the same thing in this pandemic than I am? That's a bit, that's, that's like something that everyone's doing, right? We're really worried about, like, how Italy is handling this shit. Like it matters. Honestly. If you're somewhere... Oh, this is where it gets bad, but I want to follow it through, and I, I want to try to defend it. If it's so bad, if you disagree with the way it's being handled where you live, then move. Huh? You can just leave. Now, I say that specifically for people that, because here's the thing, if you live in Texas, and there's plenty of people that do this, this is the great thing about the state of Texas, is that if you live in Texas and you are very, very concerned about getting COVID and you don't want to get it, there is plenty of shit you can do to not get it. There's so much you can do to not get COVID. You can stay inside. You're going to have to get a new job. I really hope that you were already living your life to free your financial future and you 
had enough uh, money in your savings account to afford yourself a way to survive for at the very minimum three months. That's how I was raised. That's how I was raised to do it. Budget out, figure out how much it costs to survive for you and save three times that amount of money and just keep it. Never let your account go under that. I know exactly what that number is for me. Everywhere I've lived, different rents, different insurance, different cable bills. I've always known exactly what it would cost for me to live the way I'm living or to live surviving for three months in case I lose a job and can't find one. Now, let's say you lost your job at the beginning of March when everything shut down. You had until June, February, March, April, May, until June to find a way to make money sitting in your house and not seeing a goddamn soul. And in the year 2020, the year of our Lord and Savior, 2020, there are plenty of ways to make money inside your house. You can do it anywhere. I had three friends, one of them my roommate, and my best friend in Nashville, Chance Willie. Four people find ways to get at-home jobs within... I want to say they got them... Well, Chance already had it, but my roommate and two of my friends got them within the first couple of months of COVID. Like, never collected unemployment. Uh, never never just, like, sat around and, like, worried about how they were going to pay the bills. They got the jobs, you know? Now, me, my black ass, sat around and collected that unemployment. You better believe I collected that unemployment. That was my favorite thing I've ever done in my life. That's the best decision I've ever made. So, uh, you should always have that money. Where was I going with that? Oh, so if you live in Texas, bro, people are out there at the bars and at restaurants, at the gas station, at the damn zoo. I don't know if the zoo is open. People are everywhere just spitting in each other's mouths. They went full French on us, dude. People are out here French kissing in the damn streets. I had... A couple at a comedy show two nights ago, three nights, two nights ago, that uh, were making out in the front row of an outdoor comedy show that was packed. And these people were just literally spitting in each other's mouths in the front row of the show. Just macking, bro. And that's the world that I live in right now. Now. Me, personally, not all that scared of getting it or uh, not being able to survive it if I do get it. I feel pretty good about it. I would love nothing more than a couple weeks of a sabbatical. Like a real, I feel like if I got COVID, it would be like a real vision quest for me. Like it would be very, like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even do this podcast if I was just sickly, dude. If I just look like the fucking crypt the hmm? The Crypt Keeper from the Goosebumps. Is that what that was from? I don't remember. Uh, If I just look like that guy just sitting here, I couldn't even do this. So I would have to just sit around and really think about life and what I'm doing with it and see if I like it still. That sounds pretty good. A two-month sabbatical, dude. (sighs) Two months. Two-week. Two-week sabbatical. Um, But if you live in a place, bro, all over the place, if you if you live in a place where uh, you want to go outside but you can't 
You can't go do stuff. Move. Just move. I can't move. I don't have the money. I I have kids and a job. I can't go anywhere. When did that become my problem? Is my question for people. Like when you're just like, hey, you you always as an American citizen had the freedom to just do whatever the fuck you wanted. And what you did was get real comfy in the life you were living. And somehow that life that you were living got put into question real hard over the last eight months. And now all of a sudden it's my fucking fault. It's a fuck me situation. I say, you can just move. That's what I did. I just straight up moved. I've always lived. I'm bro. I'm a, I'm out here like a fucking Ronin bro. And I've always been that Ronin lifestyle, you know, eating ramen and fucking being real sad all day. I feel like that's what Ronins did. You know, and every once in a while they got to kill somebody. And for me, I would just sit around and eat ramen and be sad. And every once in a while I got a laugh or two, you know, but I was, I'm living that Ronin lifestyle. And if you're not, you were kind of at every point of your life before COVID just making a lot of comfy ass decisions. And for some reason that's become my fault, you know, but I refuse to to see it that way. So if you want to go outside, move. And if you can't move, die. And if you don't want to die, stay inside. And if you don't want to stay inside, die. These are the, these are all of the answers. This is like those those uh, those charts where it's like, do you want to do this? Yes or no? And you go one way or the other. They all end at die. Is that a little too deep for this podcast? Maybe, but they all end at die. So just do, do. Or die. Is that like the... I'm going to find out after this comes out that that's like the the uh, the catchphrase for like an alt-right group, do or die. Goonies never die. That is... That's what the Goonies say. And I'm out here living like a damn Goonie. And I got Goonies all around me. And we're having fun, dude. I'm so glad that I'm out here. I'm having fun. It's a free world here in the great state of Texas. The governor, the mayor, whatever, the fucking president of Texas, I don't know what they're called, the other day said that uh, that Texas is not going backwards and there's not going to be another shutdown in Texas. Now, I have no idea what that means. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what the possibilities of that are because I don't know if he gets to make that decision. I I I don't know if he gets to say that, but that's what he said. And uh I don't know how that works. Could Joe Biden just be like, "No, dude, I'm the president. We're shutting down." And then Texas still has to shut down? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Now, also, I don't know how it works above dude, and I also don't first of all know dude's name. I just know him as the president of Texas. And uh, I don't know what, like, the president of Austin is allowed to do. Like, because the president of Austin and the president of Texas, they they don't, I don't like calling them both president, but I don't know which one's mayor and which one's governor, dude. The king of Texas and the fucking prince of Austin. The king of Texas, if he doesn't want shutdowns, but then the prince of Austin says that he or she does want shutdowns 
does the Prince of Austin get to make that call? I would assume yes. Because that's Texas living, baby. That's how we live down here in Texas. The thing about Texas, a lot of people like to think that the Texas mindset is one mindset. And they're not right, but they're also not wrong. Because the Texas mindset is you can do whatever you want. So really, this is the loophole in the Texas mindset. Is that the Texas mindset is that you can have any mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I know this is getting this is getting big for y'all. I know. But hey, this is just what we do down in Texas. <laughs> I love talking like I've, I'm just fucking from here. But that that's how Texas is. You can do whatever you want. If you want to stay inside, nobody's telling you that you have to go get on a mechanical bull. No one's telling you that. No, the king of Texas is not like everyone must go to fucking the Sand Jack Saloon and get on a mechanical bull and listen to someone sing, uh, 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 what's that fucking song? Texas Sun. <laughs> that fucking song. I hear that song everywhere I go in Texas. Texas Sun. Uh, he's not saying you have to do that. He's just saying that you can if you want. And I want. Your boy wants. Your boy has wants. I know what I need. I know exactly how much I need to stay inside. But your your daddy's living outside his needs. I have wants. And I want to go on 6th Street. Because uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, there's not... It's kind of like the Mad Max world out in the streets of Austin. And uh, the homeless people are very aggressive. And I felt like back living in Nashville that I got pretty good at dealing with the homeless people. And then I moved to Austin and they're worse. It's like if homeless people were Pokemon, like uh, Nashville homeless people are like are are uh, Charmander and Austin homeless people are Charmeleon. Is that the middle one? Yeah. Charmander, Charmeleon. Now, from what I've heard, LA homeless people are like the Charizard. They'll just pull their dick out right in front of you because they can. Uh, But in Nashville, it's like they all want to bring you to Jesus. And then in Austin, they all want you... they, they, They love telling you stories, dude. Everywhere I go... In Nashville and in Austin, the homeless people, they want to tell you stories, dude. Like, I give a fuck. And the stories are so boring Ugh. all the time. And they're wasting my time. And they make me feel bad for for shooing. I don't shoo them away. They're not cats. But I don't like being around them. And they just want to talk Ugh. about everything. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. I got my ear talked off by a deaf homeless woman last night in Austin on 6th Street. I was standing outside of a bar and this and this this homeless woman I I can either effectively tell this story and get canceled or I can ineffectively tell this story and save my own ass and I'm going to try to find a middle ground. Uh this woman was eating out of a I God knows what she was eating out of this styrofoam box and God knows when it was cooked but she's eaten out of a styrofoam box she walks up to me and she has a dollar in her hand and she just shows it to me I'm standing outside of a bar 
smoking a cigarette. And um, she shows me the dollar, and I, I'm like, is, you, you, are you giving that to me? It's not how this works. Ma'am, how long have you been homeless? That's not, I give, and she, but after a while I noticed that she was deaf because she was talking like a deaf person. Now there's videos that I'm sure you can find as to what I mean by that. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do an impression of this woman. But she was talking like a, uh, like a deaf woman. Uh, fingers as a second language. <laughs> <laughs> oh man has anyone ever said that that's mine calling deaf people um their fingers is a second language uh she uh she was she was like doing half sign language and half uh yelling you know it kind of it didn't really sound like she was deaf. It kind of sounded more like she didn't have a tongue, but she did. I looked, um, and she was yelling at me, and I realized she was showing me the dollar. Cause she was like, "Do you can you give me any more of these?" Is is essentially what she was getting at, and I was like, "I don't, I don't uh, have any cash on me. I'm sorry." And uh, she got really mad, and she like she went like mm, at me. And walk and like walked past me, like she was like "fuck you," and walked past me. And when she walked past me, she did it to another guy that was walking down the street, and he just kept moving. And she slapped him on the back of the head. I swear to God, he walked past her, and she just like slapped him on the back of the head. And the guy kind of gave like a "what the fuck," but he didn't. He didn't stop. He didn't. He didn't do like what you what any reasonable person would do and be like, hey, what the fuck? He didn't even like look around at everybody. anybody. He was just like, this happens. And he kept walking. And I I had never seen such a confidently aggressive homeless person in my entire life than to not have, like you could make a sign, you know, if you can't talk. You can, you can have, if fingers are your second language, you can... You can just fucking, dude, I have to find out. I can't keep going until I find out if I'm the first person that ever said that. That is the fun. I want everyone to know that I didn't know that that was a thing before I said it. Fingers as a second language. Come on. No, no one's ever said that. The first thing, if you look up finger... Oh wait, maybe I should do fingers. Fingers as a second language. Uh there is no the all the first shit is English as a second language. <laughs> That's so fucking good, man. Fingers as a second language. I'm just in love with myself for coming up with that. That's essentially what this podcast is. Um anyway. Um uh, I, I don't even remember, dude, I'm so proud of myself that I don't even remember what I was talking about. Um, um, the homeless people here, super aggressive. And, uh, you know what's weird though? I don't, I don't feel any more at risk getting COVID from a homeless person than I do a regular person. Is that weird? There's also people in, 
in Austin, there's comedians in Austin that make a very clear distinction between whether or not they're comfortable doing indoor shows or outdoor shows. And I think that that, that might be, uh, there might be a lot of people that feel that way across the country. So maybe this is worth dissecting. Um, but it is, that is 100% something you do so that people look at you a certain way. It doesn't make any sense at all. It really doesn't. Uh, there's not that much. To, being a performer on a show, especially an open mic, because here's the difference. If you're doing an outdoor comedy show, uh, like a regular show, uh, like a paid show, a ticketed event, there, there are there is an accepted risk among people that are sitting in the crowd, and there's a very there's a really small amount of accepted risk being one of the three comedians that's on the show. Like if it's a host, feature, headliner show, you're sharing the microphone with three people. If there's a guest spot, it's four. I have a feeling that a lot of shows that are ticketed shows with headliners, they probably have started making sure that it was just like, hey, it's just going to be the three of you. There might be three microphones. I've seen that a lot. Um, If you're doing open mics and you're trying to make the distinction between an indoor open mic and an outdoor open mic, you're literally just doing it, You're you're and you're only talking about it to seem woke or not woke in a certain direction. Because no matter what, you're sharing a device that at the very least 25 and at the most 60 people are spitting into whether it's indoor or outdoor. Now, all of these shows happen at night, so we're not going to have the vitamin D discussion, the vitamin discussion, and we're not going to act like just because it's outdoors means that the crowd is safer. Like, we're going to act like the people that are saying this are going to be like, well, at least the audience is going to be safer. I've been at every single one of those shows. By the way, I'm having this conversation with somebody that is sitting directly across from me. We're both smoking cigarettes. Our mouths are three feet away from each other, completely uncovered, smoking cigarettes. And he, and and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I just, I don't think I don't think I'm going to go do that mic because it's an indoor mic. It's like you're already. This is already a fuck you situation." Everyone at this bar is in a fuck you situation. Everyone at the next bar is in a fuck you situation. We are all accepting that we're creating a fuck us situation. So let's not try to break it down and be like the the righteous pirate. You know what I mean? Like, let's not act like if you're already out, there's any kind of dissemination between an open micer that does an indoor show and an open micer that does an outdoor show. The fucking line on those two people, between those two people, is so thin that it might as well not be there. And the only reason that line exists is because you're talking about it. But there's kind of no difference. So what are we doing? And why do we let people like that talk? And why do they get the same amount of time on shows as me? (laughs) Is what it comes down to. Uh, Yeah, I feel like if I'm sharing a microphone with 25 other people, uh, it should be outdoors. Shut up. The fuck? Like, 
if if you're if you're gonna do an indoor show, you can stay outside until it's your turn to go up. If you don't want to be under a roof with a bunch of people that are talking at each other, you're more than welcome to stand out on Sixth Street and just fucking be there and be outdoors because you, that's so important to you. I am not one hundred percent sure, but I'm willing to bet that there is zero science behind that. Fuck off. It's at night. It doesn't matter. And you're talking to me outdoors. Like the idea that like we're fucking three feet from each other and we're spitting in each other's mouths and we're both smoking cigarettes. This guy being a health nut on a cigarette. On a cigarette, my narc. This guy being a health nut smoking a cigarette, you know? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking hot. Uh, whatever, dude. Do whatever you want. See, that's the thing. That's that's the thing with that fucking Texas mindset. He can do whatever fuck he wants. He wants to stay outside. Stay outside like a damn dog. Sit on the damn porch. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm inside. I'm doing all the damn shows. Uh, and you can do whatever you want. And that's a cool thing about this world. And then I'm gonna get COVID and die. And he's just not gonna get it. Luck of the draw. And then it's gonna be my gay ass. It's gonna be my fault. I don't know. I I I I'm kind of worried about getting it, but I'm really not. I just don't like being sick. I know that's a controversial statement, but I hate being sick. I'm bad at being sick, and uh, and so every like 45 minutes, I I have to eat something just to see if I can still taste. That's the life I'm living. I'm just making keep making sure that I'm not losing my taste buds. Um, and just eating peanut butter, fucking just a spoonful of peanut butter every forty-five minutes, and you're like, okay, good. This this is still the best thing in the world. Peanut butter is the best thing in the world. Peanut butter is the greatest invention of all time. We can sit here all day. People love talking about how much shit white people invent. People love talking about how much shit Asian people invent. Uh, who else invents stuff? The Romans invented uh, pipes. And fucking German people invented cars. I don't know if that's true. And uh, Japanese people invented square watermelon. You know? Uh, There's no greater invention, bro. Black people... Here we go, dude. Here we go. Black people, they don't have a lot of invention. They don't put up a lot of shots, but they make every single one of them. It's the... As far as inventions go, black people are like the Clay Thompson... Thompson, the Clay Thompson of inventing stuff. They they don't put up a whole lot of shots, but the shots they put up, dude, peanut butter, jazz, hip hop. What else? What else do black people did they invent? I think black people invented the slinky. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Uh let's look it up, dude. I'll look it up. We already know that everything else was invented by either white people or Asians. But black people, they got, let's look up, let's look up black inventions, dude, black inventors. Let's get their names. George Washington Carver, George Carver Washington, George Washington Carver. Um, Let's see here. Black inventors, but I want the cool shit. See, there's going to be a lot of black dudes. That's not, that's not how you do a podcast. I was about to just get on my phone. Um, What did black inventors invent? The carbon light bulb? That's all right. 
you know what? That's whatever. You know, who are some famous... Who are all the black inventors? Let's go there. No. Did a black man invent the first car? Frederick Douglass Patterson was an American entrepreneur known for the Greenfield Patterson Automobile of 1915, built in Ohio. Look at this. Maybe I was wrong about that German thing. They just make the best cars. Is that it? People are always talking about how Mercedes and Volkswagen are Nazi inventions. I always just assume that meant that they, those were the first cars. But maybe not. He was an American entrepreneur. Frederick Douglass Patterson. Is that the same Frederick Douglass? I don't think it is. Built, uh, built the automobile. He later converted his business to the Greenfield Bus Body Compa- Compagnie Company. Built by the first African-American-owned automobile manufacturer, the, the CR... Pa- oh, no, was, I don't know, dude. I don't... Dude, that, that's not this podcast. We're not doing that. Uh, black people invent cool shit. And that's that on that. And, uh, you know, maybe other stuff is more important. There's Honestly, there's nothing more important than peanut butter in this entire world. It's the best food ever. I can't tell you the amount of jars of peanut butter that I just eat with a fucking spoon, like a fat piece of shit. I do it all the time, and it is so hard to stop. It's the best. Dude, dogs know what they're talking about. That's the thing. That peanut butter is that good. I would love to have peanut butter for the first time again, you know? I talk about peanut butter the way people talk about sex. Uh, Peanut butter is just the best thing in the entire world. Second, cheese. Third, video games. Fourth, water. That's a safe take, but water's up there. Fifth, uh, pants. Sixth, shoes. Seventh, uh, air conditioning. That's another just like a logical addition to the list. Uh, Eighth, Hmm. Shirts aren't anywhere close, dude. We could do without shirts. We could do with much less shirts. Um, what's eighth? I need three more things on my top ten list. Um, if I'm really thinking about it, dude. If I'm really thinking about, it, can I live on just water and peanut butter? Is that a thing? Has anyone ever looked that up? Somebody said that you can just live off of corn. Was it corn and beans? You can live off of beans and corn and water. Beans and corn. Uh, I need three more things for my top eight list. Um, here's another safe one, but it's just it's just good. I really like it. Toothpaste is a good one. Number six. If I'm going on a desert island, if I'm going to a desert city... If I'm going to a city and I can't ever buy anything ever again and I can only have these 10 things, I'm very cool with my list so far. Number nine is going to be a car. Cars are pretty fucking dope. Cars are the best. Cars are the best of of all the worlds because, you know, like planes will get you anywhere, but cars will get you most places and they're better than trains because trains just go... On the you got to stay on the tracks. It's bullshit. Uh, cars are the best. Uh, what are we talking about, man? Uh, number nine would be uh, what's the ninth thing that I just couldn't live without? 
pillows are pretty fucking cool. You got to have pillows. You can make a bed out of pillows. If I had multiple pillows, I wouldn't need a bed necessarily. Um, but I'm not, wait, shit, but I don't have a shirt. And I said shoes. Does that mean I don't get socks? Fuck. Um, what's the 10th? I don't even remember what I've said. That's how, that's how much I don't give a shit about this fucking riff. Um, and number 10, uh, um, I don't know, dude. What's something that I just... It's like, I feel like I've hit the essentials. Peanut butter, water, car, pillow, pants, shoes, um, video games. Um, um, What else could I not live without? I said air conditioning, I believe. <laughs> so stupid. Um, uh, can I just do... Can I just have a top eight? Is that it? Top eight, like MySpace, baby. Um, if I can only have one website, it would be Twitter. Um, whoa, that's a crazy thing to think about. If you could only have one website. If I had to throw one website on that list, it would be Twitter. Because Twitter, you got everything. You get your news. You can get uh, funny. Some people call it comedy. Uh, you can get your. You can get all your sports highlights. Um, you can get porn. And you can get, um, um, I already said news. That's all. That's all. You can get all that stuff right on Twitter. If you can only have one website, I think Twitter would be the best option. Cause you get, you can get a good amount of everything you'd need off the internet. What else do you need? I guess you got to buy stuff, but you don't, you don't have to buy stuff off the internet. Um, is that it? Do I have anything else? I really don't think I do. We're just going to call that the episode. Uh, This has been What's Wrong with Matt Boyd episode COVID-19. Thank you for watching. I forgot to do this last week. Uh, Patreon, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. And you can, you know, subscribe, buy, like, share, preach. Have a great rest of your day. I love you so much. Goodbye.